The Mind Your Home podcast is now available on video. To watch the video associated with this episode and see any visuals that may be mentioned in the episode, follow the link in the description to the YouTube channel. You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. Today, we're talking about a different way of decluttering your stuff. One thing that we don't talk about a whole lot is using the stuff that you have. Now, it may seem like, well, using the stuff that you have isn't necessarily a method of decluttering. If I had been using the stuff regularly, it wouldn't be cluttering up my cabinets as it is. And you have a good point. But that's exactly why we're going to be talking about a use it up challenge today, which really just focuses in on fixing the problem of the things that you have going bad or the things that you have not getting used used and ending up becoming trashed clutter instead of clutter that could actually be consumed and used. So today we're going to be talking about what a use it up challenge is, how it can benefit you, what areas you can use it for inside of your space, and how to get the most out of it by using a more systematic approach. Now, I'm sure you've been in the situation where you see some food that's been sitting in the freezer for a while and you say, you know, we need to use this pretty soon before it goes bad. And you have great intentions, every intention of using that thing, but there's probably a reason that it's been sitting in the freezer as long as it has and that reason isn't really changing, right? And so without having a specific dedicated plan in place of how you're actually going to use these things that you're not already using, that's where a use it up challenge comes in really handy because you're planning for the use of these things that you're not already using. Now I have to give a shout out because I initially heard about this concept from Ashlyn Eaton who heard about it through Abundantly Minimal and I'm sure that it's traveled around the internet many places before then but it really is a genius way to be more intentional about the waste of course that you're creating inside of your space from not using things or decluttering things that aren't quite empty and really just taking that into your own hands and decluttering in a way that feels really good. You're not trashing things that you're not using. You're not having to find a space for them. You're just simply getting the use out of the things that you've already invested in. Easy peasy, right? So what areas work really great for a use it up challenge? Well, we want to be focusing on things that are primarily consumable, ideally things that have already been opened or partially used. I tend to, whenever I'm doing a sweep of my things, I'm looking at things that are close to going bad, things that are almost empty, like they're in that danger level of being replaced before they're completely empty, or that are at least halfway empty so that I can develop some kind of a plan to use it. Obviously, if it's something that I just bought and it's still full, doesn't really fit in with the use it up challenge. I'm probably already intending on using that thing anyway, so I wouldn't benefit a lot from that. Um, If it's things that haven't been opened at all, like canned goods or box goods, you know, some of those things, there's probably a reason that you haven't opened it. You don't have to force feed yourself things that you haven't even opened. Most of those things could easily be donated to places like shelters, especially during times of year when they're doing big can drives. So if you have a lot of canned goods or dried box goods that haven't been opened and aren't expired, then you might look at going a different route with something like that. 
So yes, we're talking about things like foods, but also things like products, you know, beauty products, hair supplies, facial serums and lotions, makeup. It could also be something like a gift card that has $4.25 on it that you've held in your wallet forever, but haven't gone through the effort of using yet. Things like cleaning supplies or any kind of products that could be used up. It could be hobby or craft related. If you have a little bit of yarn from a previous crochet project you were working on, or maybe some buttons or some paints that have a little bit left in the tube that you could use for an upcoming project. So just think of anything that could be used up, particularly things that are already almost empty, and those are going to be really great candidates for a use it up challenge. So really there are four simple steps to completing a use it up challenge, but really it is these steps that differentiate the challenge where you might actually get through using and decluttering a lot of the things that you're holding on to versus the whole we need to use this at some point and never using it situation. This is the part where you actually get the stuff decluttered and you start seeing those effects inside of your space. Number one is to take an inventory. This is the easy part where you're just sweeping through these consumable product areas in your home. So you open the freezer, you pull out everything that you've been meaning to eat that's been sitting there for a couple of months now. Even if it's not about to expire, you know that it's not gonna be eaten unless you're intentional about it pull those things out and let's start to congregate them together. Looking through the fridge and seeing the things that are almost empty, the last little bit of jam or, you know, the cheese spread that hasn't quite been finished off yet, but it's still good. Do the same thing in the pantry, pull out the bag of chips that are kind of getting to the bottom to where they're almost crumbs, but not quite. You can still get some food out of them. You know, going through the bathroom drawers, the medicine cabinet in the bathroom to see your products, cleaning supplies, you know, all the different areas that we've talked about where you happen to be collecting something and go through those and start to separate the things that are almost empty or that haven't been used or that are going to be expiring pretty soon. So right now you're just taking an inventory, maybe pulling these things out and setting them on the counter and you'll decide what you want to do with them in the next step. So for me, I dug through my wallet. I found any remaining gift cards that I'd received from like the previous Christmas or from birthdays. I went through the effort of looking them up to see what the balance was, if there was a balance. I went through my medicine cabinet and I pulled out some of the products that I had that were almost empty and I had quite a few. I'll tell you what I did with those soon. And then, you know, I went through the freezer, the fridge and the pantry and pulled out those items. So those were the areas that I really focused on with my challenge were the food and the products and the gift cards. Number two is to group or collect. You want to get the things together and set them in some kind of an area where they're going to be front and center. These are going to be the things that you're focusing on for the next week or two weeks, depending on how much stuff you have that you're trying to go through. I had a great opportunity to do this with my beauty supplies, in particular my lotions and serums, when we took a trip over the summer to Texas. So we had already bought the toiletry containers and the things that we were going to bring, and we already needed to fill them with something. So I took this opportunity to fill some of the little containers with remaining lotions and serums that I had left over. I used one of the little containers to hold the rest of my vitamin C serum and my hyaluronic acid serum, both of which mix just fine together. So I mixed them into the same container. And then I was easily able to take that with me and have both of them together as a serum that I applied at once. And now the fact that I was traveling and that these were the only products that I was bringing for my face just really increased the likeliness that I was going to complete those products. And I really did use them on a daily, if not twice a day basis while I was on this trip. But you don't have to. If you're not going on a trip, obviously you don't have to go 
that method, you could still consolidate them into a small container to increase the likelihood that you're going to finish all of these products. That actually worked out really well for me. You can take a similar approach to foods where you group similar items together or items that could go in some of the same meals together. If you have a bunch of products that will work for a soup, maybe you just put those all together in one little bin or in one little section so that they're already there, they're grouped, and you're more likely to use them. Number three is all about plan and placement. This part becomes really easy once you've already gone through the sorting and the organizing and the inventory of what it is that you're looking at because now you're just creating a plan on what you're gonna do with them. So we mentioned before, maybe you have a bunch of items that'll work really well for a soup. Now you can plan the actual recipe, right? You can write it down, you can plan what day you're gonna eat it, if there are any other ingredients that you're gonna need to go with it and complete that planning process. This is where you really take it from just an idea to implementation, (laughs) you have to make a plan for using the thing. So with beauty products, this could be, you know, like I said, consolidating them before, but then also placing them in a location where they're going to be front and center, where you're going to be using them before you reach for maybe a newer thing that you have in the back of the cabinet. If you have gift cards, making a plan for when you're going to go use those gift cards, you know, schedule a date. When I found my Joann's gift card and realized that I still had a good 20 or $40 left on it, I immediately made a plan with Matt that we were going to go to Joanne's and find some stuff to update our bathroom, which was a project that we were working on at that time. I wasn't still actively crocheting, but they have other things there that I was able to use it for. So just creating that plan and schedule even when you're going to use the things that you have that you want to be using. Obviously, if we're talking about crafts or hobbies or home project supplies, you might plan what you're going to do with those and create some kind of a hobby or art day or renovations day if there are some projects that you still need to finish up. And then number four is just to follow through. Cook the recipe that you've scheduled a day for cooking. You've gotten the ingredients, just follow through with making it. Use the product. You know, you've already done the hard work. You've already gotten everything together. You've made the plan. You've already started this whole intentional framework for the things that you're going to use and how you're going to have space afterwards. Now's the easy part of just doing it and following through. We've been able to use the rest of our berries to make a smoothie before the berries all go bad because I hate wasting fruit. And so we just collect everything that looks like it's almost empty or that it looks like it might be going bad soon, shove it in the blender and then make everybody a smoothie. And we love smoothies in this house. So that works out well for us. I was pleasantly surprised when we took our trip to Joann's. I was able to get so much stuff with that gift card that I had been holding on to waiting for a moment when I felt like I wanted to crochet again. We were able to get a cute picture frame for the bathroom, a little fake plant to put on one of the shelves. And so that card was no longer just sitting wasted in my purse. We don't eat a whole lot of fried foods here, but we had collected cheese sticks that we had bought to go with one special meal and onion rings that we had gotten to go with burgers one time just to change things up a little bit. We had used them, but we weren't able to use the entire bags, so they just sat there. So instead, we made just a quick air fry food night where we made the chicken strips, we made the onion rings, and we made the cheese sticks all in one batch and were able to use up all of those items at once. So now's the time to just follow through with the plan that you have in motion. Hopefully this has given you some fresh ideas for things to use up inside of your own space to reduce the waste and reduce the clutter at the same time. I'll chat with you next week. 